The great beast appeared before me. I tell you, he was ten stories high if he was a foot. As if sensing my presence, he let out a great bellow. I said, so that was four hours of Bachelor in Paradise minus commercials. I have five pages of notes. I have two and a half. Which, yeah, if you know me, five pages of notes is not... I it's shit nothing. on five pages that of is, notes. That's a poem for Ryan. <laughs> I might send this in as like a found poem. What literary journal would publish this, do you any think? Any of them. They'll publish <laughs> They would anything. love it. Well, anything's a poem. We don't know what a poem is. All right, well, we decided that we need to get rolling and cut out some of the jibber-jabber because we have to go pick up our children at camp, at, from fall break camp. Which means this will be two hours long. <laughs> I've got a lot to say, so settle in. <laughs> Strap in, folks. Well, you got shout-outs first, right? Uh, well, really, only only a handful. In fact, maybe only one. Uh, to Michaela, our resident artist, who, in fact, confirmed that there are jewels, like charms, that you put on Crocs. Oh, and yes. And her husband, she sent me a picture of his. Oh, he wears the jewels on his Crocs. Oh, what has he got? Oh, he's got his name, Disco Joe. Yeah. And a crown. A crown. Oh, man. A disco ball. That's she pretty said, fancy. Uh, that he wears them to the store. Or as... Uh, was it to market? Yeah, to market. To market. Yeah, wearing to market. Uh, All right. Well, that's wonderful news. I'm glad that your husband is rocking those Crocs. Do should I get that? Now that I'm single, I want to be. Yeah. Now that I'm on the market, I want to attract some attention to myself. Maybe I'll put (laughs) single and looking on the Crocs in uh, jewels. Can we take a little diversion real quick? Yeah. Guys, Ryan went on a date last week and had to pretend that he liked Rent. No, I didn't have to pretend (laughs) that I liked Rent. For years, all I've been hearing is terrible, terrible things about Rent. Refusal to watch it, making fun of it at every turn. Now, all of a sudden, Ryan goes on this hinge date, and he's the biggest Rent fan. False. (laughs) False. I went on this date, and the woman was talking about how she staged Rent, and it was a real hit, and I said, that sounds nice. That's it. I didn't say, oh, I love Rent, or I hate Rent. (laughs) I just said, ah, Rent. That is a good, that is (laughs) a show that people enjoy. Yeah, that is a musical (laughs) that people enjoy. It is your birthday. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So I do have some shout outs. So first I have a shout out. And hey, I made the uh, password, the Wi-Fi account for your rental house, 525,600 minutes. You should tell that date that. I will. Right. My ex, uh, when I was setting up her Wi-Fi for her. Yeah. I think she might like that. All right, so we've got a shout-out to Psychonan Doyle, which I think is a pun on Glennon Doyle, um, which I it's almost there. Uh, five stars for us, but really all the review says is, last episode I kept thinking about the Sarah Silverman quote from School of Rock that is applicable in many situations. Oh, my God, he is an idiot. So huh. is, I, that, is that geared towards us more specifically you or just people on paradise? No, I think it's geared towards people on paradise. Mm. I don't think it's geared towards me you specifically because sure I am not an idiot <laughs> by sure? any means. <laughs> I haven't seen school of rock in years. Uh, so I don't remember that, but let's drop that in. Oh my God. He's an idiot. Um, and then we also have a shout out to on Twitter. Dr. Fruits are edible. Wanted a uh, a shout out, Who so there that? you go. It's one of our consistent followers, and they unsurprisingly they really appreciated Justin's controversial opinion about pears. There's pears. There's <laughs> apples. P 
peaches, <laughs> bananas, pumpkin pie. <laughs> Who's not ready? Holler, I. <laughs> Apples, peaches, pumpkin pie. All right, That's so. That's the game we used to play. Apple, peaches, pumpkin pie. So before we actually get into recapping this dumpster fire that we watched, by the way, you want to talk about this? We had a literal dumpster yeah, fire fact. at work yesterday. Literal, <laughs> literal uh, dumpster fire. Email <laughs> sent out. Relax, everybody. The dumpster fire has been put out. You has know, it, it? hasn't. Yeah, it has actually it? has not been put out at all. All right, gang. Before we get into this episode, we want to talk about the hashtag 14 Days of Magic challenge that we're involved in. Hashtag 14 Days of Magic. Hashtag 14 Days of Magic. Do you believe in magic? Uh, I'm starting to. <laughs> in a young girl's heart. In a young 39-year-old girl's heart. <laughs> You're only as young as you feel. Age is just a number, guys. <laughs> I feel 73. I feel 20, all thanks to a few days on this Magic Mind Challenge. Yeah, that's right. So we are working with Magic Mind on their 14 Days of Magic Challenge. So what this means is... We are setting three goals for ourselves, ways that we're going to improve our lives or others' lives. Let's be honest, it's mostly about improving our own lives. I mean, I thought I couldn't think of anything (laughs) because I'm pretty good already. (laughs) There's nothing we need to improve, Magic Mind, but we can be slightly better. All right, what do you got? Give me a goal. Number one goal, do something active every day. Ooh, I like it. I'm going to do something (laughs) passive every day. (laughs) That's one of my goals. I'm going to make a (laughs) passive-aggressive remark every day about Ryan. <laughs> done and done. Is that something that will put a smile on your face or other people's faces? Everybody. The whole world <laughs> enjoys that. All right. So that's goal number one. Do something active. My goal number one is meditate every day for at least five minutes. Um, oh. Okay, Don yeah. Draper in the <laughs> final episode. I'm going to be uh, just sitting there thinking about that Coke ad mm-hmm. that I want to come up with. Yep. <laughs> okay. What do you got? Number two for you. Number two, stay on top of my grading a little more a little bit of improved focus at work well fortunately you've got magic mind to help you with this improved focus how about that yeah all right my number two is legs up the wall stretch every day for eight minutes okay yeah that's very specific it's very specific it's one of the best stretches you can do one of the best yoga poses you can do for your body false (laughs) and then we've got a joint goal for number three gang you may have noticed you've been slacking just a little on the separation anxiety episodes so in the next 14 days we're gonna put one of those bad boys out yeah next 14 days yes get ready to be in stitches amanda (laughs) boy this divorce is funny (laughs) so as we said this 14 days of magic challenge comes courtesy of magic mind it's a drink that improves your focus Anna and i have been taking it every day for the last couple of days how you taking yours uh with my coffee first thing in the morning yeah ice cold <laughs> ice cold what's cooler than being cool magic mind <laughs> i'm taking mine as body shots nice yeah you of... and shanae <laughs> all right so if you want to join in you can also go to magicmind.co slash 14 days of magic if you want to buy magic mind and give us a little bit of your sweet sweet coin in the process use the code reasons 14 join us on this 14 day challenge not only will you be helping yourself but gang you're also going to be helping the rainforest because saving it you're really. going to save it is you individually are going to save the rainforest every 10,000 views of the hashtag 14 days of magic challenge gets magic mind donates 10 bucks to save the rainforest 
if you don't participate, Anna and I are going to go to the rainforest and cut some trees down. So you really, the choice is yours. Do you want more trees or fewer trees? Earth. And then not only that, so you're saving the rainforest, you're helping yourself, but you can participate in this 14 days of magic challenge and create some content. So if you participate in the 14 days of magic challenge, create some content, post it to any of your socials, Insta, TikTok, YouTube, with the 14 days of magic hashtag added, we will look at the contest entries and we will choose one of you to win a one to three month subscription of free magic mind. Make your mind more magical. Can't beat it. Magic mind. You cannot beat it. Can't beat the challenge. Save the we rainforest. We invite you to do it and also challenge two friends along the way. <laughs> or three friends. Three friends. Four friends. Challenge your entire family. Do you have uh, five friends you can challenge? No. Oh, I snap. Don't. That's one of your goals is make a new friend. Uh, you do because they're all on him. <laughs> Well, those aren't really friends. Uh, But anyway, so join in all the fun, and we will follow up next time on how we're doing with our hashtag 14 Days of Magic Challenge. All right, so that's our Magic Mind situation. Loving it. Uh, Bachelor in Paradise, not so much. Uh, I mean, my beef is going to be the same every week, apparently, if they're going to force feed four hours of content down us like fucking... We're geese being fattened up for foie gras. It's inhumane. Foie gras, your ducks is quacking. Uh, My complaint is the show is great. It's entertaining. But Jesus Christ, just give me like an hour and a half of it. I do not need two hours of Genevieve bitching. Right. Well, this is like eating four slices of cheesecake. Like yeah. one slice of cheesecake, like great. Two, like okay, it's but like, then they're like more no, cheesecake. You know what? I have a more timely analogy. Okay, give it to me. It's like four pina coladas. Nobody yes. wants to drink four pina coladas. That is the perfect analogy. You, one, that's right. Great. Yeah, two. Man, when you're on vacation, if you're Ryan Weber, maybe. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, I love a frilly drink very <laughs> you much. Do. You love but a then frozen, I'm gonna switch to sangria. Yeah. Well. Yeah. <laughs> It's just too much. It's, and it's too dumb. much. Yeah. Like, I still don't know who Haley is, except to know that she's not cute and has still not gotten a rose. Like No roses ever. Here's my question about someone like Haley. How does she get on the show? And I don't mean that even in a snarky way. I know it sounds mean. She didn't get a rose on the first night of whatever right. season she was on. I guess Clayton's. Um, like, what do they just pick a random... I'm, and I don't, again, I don't say this to be mean. I think our. But it's going to be mean. I here we go, Mickey. Will here we go, Mickey. understand Mickey. what I mean here. It's not like she's crazy hot. Like, how do, how do they look at that entire roster of like 35 first Haley's night contestants the one. and be like, yeah. Haley's got to come to Paris? Maybe she was just someone who was willing to come. That's you know? everyone, though. Who's not willing to come to Mexico? I mean, maybe people have other things in their lives. No, I guess not. Michael These a. are bachelor has a fucking kid and he's like, I'm in. Like, everybody wants to go. Everybody looks decent. So how do we end up with Haley? Haley. Yeah, no, that's a good. This is bottom of the barrel from whatever season this <laughs> also, is. Also, Haley, if you'd like to come give an interview <laughs> on our podcast. And talk and about being one on of the, the bottom of the barrel candidates. <laughs> <laughs> We'd love to have you. I honestly, like, again, I don't say it to be mean. It's just always curious to me when they have someone that, like, 
didn't make it at sure. all. Right. No one was we like, we got to see what Haley's up to now. No. Yeah. Um, so I yeah. don't know. Anyway, what Haley's up to now is flying home. It's, fly- it's headed home. So here was another one of my critiques of this show is I feel like the tone is just all over the board. So mm-hmm. as for instance, it needs to be a little more consistent. Well, no, but it's just jarring because you get like five minutes of Michael A. talking to Sierra about how he has to sleep across the bed a different way after his wife dies. Same. Which, <laughs> which is like this really like heartfelt detail, and then ten minutes later, it's like, oh my god, there's a dildo in a suitcase. Yeah, what's the ethos here? <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, it's like, what am I well, supposed to be? Or it's like, I think- here's a t- sorry. Go ahead. I was going to say, well, I think I interrupted you. It's th- That's what happens, though, when you have, like, Michael A. on one hand and then, like, fucking James coming in on the other. Yes. Like, it's not going to be consistent with such a wide variety of contestants, but I, I will play devil's advocate. I actually don't mind that because I feel like the Michael A., like, heavier moments are going to give the show a little bit of that gravitas. A little bit of gravitas, that it's looking for. yeah. But then what we're really after is the more lighthearted moments. Sure. No, I'm not complaining about the Michael A. Honestly, I think this probably somewhat comes down to, like, editing. Yeah. And shit. Like, that was my problem with these whole four hours is like, wait, what's happening now? What's happening? Like, it was just like, here's this, here's well, this, here's this. That's always paradise. Like, I feel like I end up taking a decent amount of notes, but I'm just like, none of this stuff matters. Yeah, exactly. Like, it's just a bunch of random shit. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. And I'll say as well, there we've talked about this before, but it's really hard to find a cohesive narrative thread. Yes. Well, and there were like, Teddy was just gone, totally out of one episode, and then it's a Teddy episode, and, and then, then she's Teddy's gone. gone. Right. Where did you go, Teddy? But like, how? Why was she so upset about Andrew? Like, I don't. It's both too little and too much with each of these people. It's like I, an X Men movie. I'll explain yeah. the Teddy thing. I got the Teddy thing. <laughs> okay, but I also, I mean, to that point, I do often feel like there are just people that, even if they're still there by the end, I'm like, right, what happened to Hunter? Like, yeah, what's she's her still around. She's just shitting everywhere. Well, didn't Hunter get cut? Did she get cut? Yeah, because oh, she okay. didn't get Johnny's rose. He oh, gave it right, to Victoria. Right, uh, right, right, right. Did you watch? Yes, I did watch. I think I was, <laughs> to be fair, what was I was eating tacos during the rose ceremony. Man, barbecue, tacos. Well, I get home from class. I got to eat something and watch euphemism? this show. <laughs> no, it's a three-hour night I class. I was eating that tacos. I <laughs> well, it's paradise. I got to eat tacos to kind of get in the mood. Um, real quick, I have a yeah. question for okay, you. I sure. think maybe we've talked about this before, but Probably. I don't recall. I can't imagine. Yeah. So the Almost Paradise opening was back, which yeah. you know I love. Yes. If you were on this show, what would your gag be? You have, I think we have talked about that before. Uh-huh. I mean, I feel like I'd be reading a book of poetry, maybe. <laughs> and like waves would splash over you and you'd laugh and giggle. Bouncing a tennis ball. Oh, yeah. That would be a good one. Maybe doing a little yeah. racket, like oh, flip yeah. back and forth, yeah. show a, throwing up a serve. Yeah. Oh, a, oh, a serving, serving straight a at the camera. Into the ocean and then they get lodged <laughs> in a whale hole. <laughs> The great beast appeared before me. I tell you, he was ten stories high if he was a foot. As if sensing my presence, he let out a great bellow. I said, easy, big fella. (laughs) That whale washes up on the beach later. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, I think mine would be some sort of like tweed jacket and uh, like chalkboard situation. Hot for teacher. Oh, yeah. Like uh, what's the teacher's name? Serene? Is that uh, right? Yeah, yeah, that, yeah, yeah. True. Who has the like has class that. out yeah. for summer? A yeah. play off of the professor on Gilligan. <laughs> exactly, like a coconut radio that I made. <laughs> except I can't actually make handy things. <laughs> what was he a professor of? 
sexiness. <laughs> I tell you what, he was a professor when it was okay to socialize with your students, and he socialized. And he socialized. Yeah, it's funny because, like, everyone always goes back and forth on the ginger Mary and, like, who, what kind of man oh, are you? the professor was hot. Yeah, the professor was hot, but I'm saying, like, Oddly, even though I like redheads, I think I'm a Marianne person. Everybody's a Marianne person. Ginger was lost. You fuck Ginger, you marry Marianne. And then you kill Mrs. Howell. (laughs) For her money. (laughs) Lovey. This one works really well. Okay, so marry, fuck, kill the professor, Thurston Howell III, and... Gilligan. Kill Gilligan. Sure, Fuck absolutely. the professor and marry Thurston Hell the Third for the for money. For the money, and yeah. And then kill him. <laughs> so it's actually two kills yeah. on this one. Yeah. Okay, well, let's get back to a different beach. Um, I don't know who made this, and you probably didn't write this down, but the guys are talking about how they have the roses and the power this week, and someone makes a fucking Star Wars reference. We have the high ground, and again... That definitely went over my yes, head. Yes, yeah, no, and, and I think I said that poorly. My Obi-Wan impression is pretty bad. Uh, so we'll just drop that in here. It's over, Anakin! I have the high ground! Um, but yeah, so Victor- but Victoria comes in with a date card... Yes, she says that Justin is really, really cool. Meanwhile, Genevieve says on a scale of 1 to 10, she's an 11, which means that she's about to go down. <laughs> also, as soon it's a line as you from build that it. song that I always play for the kids in the morning. On a scale of 1 to 10, oh. I'm an 11. Okay, okay. okay. <laughs> on a scale of 1 to 10, I'm at 11. Okay, okay. The kids. I think you love that song more than the kids. I freaking love that yeah. song. <laughs> well, uh, Genevieve is not an 11. Um, and that, again, once you build yourself up like that, they film you doing that so they can take you down a peg. Do you agree with my assessment? Again, not trying to be mean. It's, mm-hmm. it's actually meant as a compliment that Genevieve looks like a sexy mouse. Actually, yeah. Right? I do agree with that. She reminds me of like one of the mice in like Rescue Rangers. Yes, like a sexy, because Gadget wasn't that sexy, but if there was like a sexy mouse that came in and like came between Chip and Dale, it would be her in mouse form, right? Which wouldn't be that different. Yeah, and again, you're not being mean to say you're a sexy chipmunk. It's not the meanest thing you could say to somebody. It's a. For I sure would take not. that compliment. I feel like a young Ryan Weber probably jerked off to that Britney uh, chipmunk. The gadget was oh Brit oh oh right. There were three chipettes. There were three chipettes. Oh, I see. I was thinking of Rescue Man. You're right. The, the chipettes. Middle yeah. You're thinking of Alvin and the Chipmunks, <laughs> not the Rescue Rangers. Oh, Rescue Rangers is. Chippendale. Chippendale. I'm, I'm just really thinking of any... Any sexy chipmunk. <laughs> Pick your sexy chipmunk, yeah. whichever one it is. But I feel like you had a big crush on that middle chipette. Again, I wasn't big on the chipettes, but if I looked at them now, I'll tell you what, how I feel about them. I chihuahua. Say, <laughs> <laughs> if I'm going to a furry convention, somebody better be dressed as a chipette mm-hmm. there. That's all I'm saying. Um, so Victoria's date card says, make a splash. And they're like, I bet it's about water. I bet that's what it's about. <laughs> also, did Victoria leave her White Lives Matter shirt at home, or is that oh, packed up for later? She's saving that for after <laughs> a couple of rounds. Oh, man. All right. So um, Kira says that Genevieve has put, I know these chipmunks, speaking They're of chipmunks, insane. are running around outside. There must be a sexy chipmunk right outside your window, in which case, wah-wah-wee-wah. <laughs> I'm going to need to go outside. Hey, very nice. <laughs> 
So Kira says of Genevieve that she's put all her eggs in Justin's basket. Everyone uses the eggs in the basket metaphor this time. And she says for Genevieve, it's Justin or bust, which can't you just say it's Justin or Bustin? Like, come on, Kira. Come on. <laughs> that was a long windup for a joke that was going to get oh, that look. Dad joke. Yeah, that's the only way to tell a dad joke is you make them wait a little bit. So Victoria starts pulling girls. And I'll, I will say something mean. Just okay. because I think I can do it. Yeah, just because you enjoy uh, it. I don't understand why everyone thinks Victoria F. is so hot. Do you? No, I mean, again, these, so... She has a great body. Yeah. And her, she's not ugly. She's, sure. She's not an uggo. Take if, it easy, if me. I, if I match with her on Hinge, I'd take her out until I saw the White Lives Matter shirt. Sure. But, no, I, that's I the same thing. I still think she's that pretty. And they're all like, crap. But they do it with the guys, too. Right. Like, I feel like sometimes guys walk down and they're all like, oh, no. They're like, like no one, everyone Brandon's on this beach's panties are Uh-oh. dropping off for Rodney. <laughs> yeah. Um, Yes, like, I'm sorry, I still don't get the Rodney thing. I get, I did, one of the women was like, you have a really good energy, and that I see. Like, For I sure. see him having a really no, appealing energy. Like yeah, Rodney has a great personality. <laughs> but, like, an attractive personality in the sense of, like, wanting, you want to spend time with him. I don't get it. Okay. Just, I don't, yeah. that's my opinion. That's my opinion! Maybe we are getting too old, because I also feel like these people are less attractive than usual. Ryan Maybe it's just that I'm me old. in the middle of the episode and said, I will not say this on the podcast. <laughs> well, great. Thanks. But these girls are uggos. I, See, Miki, it's not just me. Ryan is a huge asshole. He just doesn't say it publicly on the podcast. I didn't say they were all uggos. I said there were some uggos. <laughs> <laughs> and that the, on whole, tell you me if you the agree guy, the with this. You said the gentlemen are more attractive than the ladies. Do you agree with that? Um, I'd say it's about half and half. Honestly, I think Hunter's really cute. Um, I think Shanae is actually very cute. She just kind of had a terrible personality in her edit of uh-huh. the season. Um, See, I actually, I don't find Shanae that attractive. Really? Again, like none of these people I'm like, ugh, turn off the TV. But it's just like. I think of, of um, even so comparing them to bachelor candidates, I feel like these people aren't as attractive as like other bachelor contestants. I think Serene is very pretty. Yes, I agree with that. Teddy's got weird lips. I'm sorry. I know I said it when she was you back. You just on. can't let it go. They're weird. You're and probably going to have to keep mentioning it. Well, I don't have to because she's gone. No, I was going to say, she's... even though she's gone, you're going to have well, to keep mentioning I it. I might. I just might. And just you know who else has weird up. lips? Victoria F. Is that something that happens when you get too many lip fillers? She looks like the Joker. Like her lips are naturally curling Why up. so serious? <laughs> Let's put a smile on Victoria F's face. Let's put a smile on that face. Hunter says that she's spiraling. Johnny, okay, tell me what you thought of this. Okay. Johnny gets pulled mm-hmm. and by Victoria because, again, she's... She's chatting with all the guys. Um, and Johnny goes, what's your name again? Caroline? Was he being facetious? Uh, maybe. Or was I mean, he like, or was he like, was that a move to be like, oh, I don't remember your name? Was it either a move, a joke that they were both in on, or uh-huh. was he serious and just literally was like, Oh, is your name Caroline? Well, actually, it's an inside joke, and you had to be at Stagecoach. If you were at Stagecoach, you would have gotten this joke. We thought that they hadn't gone to Stagecoach. Nope. Yeah, no, and it's like, God, like, why? I don't need drama from Stagecoach spilling over into this thing. Or, like, send the cameras to Stagecoach then. Or send us to Stagecoach. Yes, and we will document the whole thing. Oh, we'll go incognito. We should do that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. 
And, and as a 42-year-old man, I would definitely <laughs> slip in and out incognito. What's up, fellow people kids? People are going to be like, hey, aren't you Michael A? <laughs> I wish. If you people can said take that Charlie I was Michael and A. be like, this is Stuart or whatever his <laughs> whatever kid's, his name, kid's is. name is. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So um, where are we? That's the other, like, I'm, I'm all over the place. Right. I've got I in mean, my notes that Kira grabbed Casey's nipples and Casey doesn't want to fuck her. Yeah, Casey's like, that's a little forward. I'm looking for a wife. Uh, I got weird vibes from Casey on this episode. Oh, I thought you liked Casey. I do like Casey, yeah. but he's starting to, I don't know. I'm not, I thought, I'm not really feeling anybody at yeah. this point. Michael A, I love. Yeah, right. I was going to say, I'm feeling Michael A. Um, I might take Michael A out if I was down there. Just, just a couple of just zaddies. Just a couple of zaddies. Just a couple of whole ass zaddies. Uh, um, speaking of, oh, go ahead. Go well, ahead. you asked where we were. Mm-hmm. I mean, Victoria asks Justin on the date. Right. So they go, I have in my notes, into some sort of off-road vehicle. Yes. She we later just calls know, it an ATV. I'm sure that we're going to get this wrong. And uh, yeah. Victor- I'm pretty sure this is a moped. Uh, Victoria seems like the type of girl that would know, would know. her off-road vehicles. Yes. yes. Okay, so I have a global question for you. Right. Uh, how much ass yeah. is this show allowed to... Put on television like actual physical ass yes. is that yes. are you asking about the black box yes because some people get black boxes and then you see like victoria or shanae and you're like that seems like it merits a black like what or, are these other women wearing or jacob who's allowed yes. to just walk around with his dick under a tiny little leaf right right like what <laughs> i just see like i don't even well i do care but it just seems so inconsistent. Now I'm more confused than it ever. It seems more like an editing tool than an actual censoring. Yes. It seems more like, ooh, don't you want to know what's under this black box? Like, oh, I do want to know what's under the black box. Surprise. It's a kitten. No. <laughs> 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 um, yeah. Let's see. Justin says that on their date, that, the, and also my answer is I have no idea. Right. I have no idea. Let's get someone from Standards and Practices at ABC on the podcast to explain this to Let's us. Let's see if Haley wants to come on and talk <laughs> about it. So Haley, as a kind of ugly Bachelorette contestant, how much ass can you show? Um, Victoria says that they're vibing on their date. Mm-hmm. And uh, I couldn't tell on this one. Like sometimes I feel like they're trying to trick you to make it seem like, oh no, they're, they're really vibing. And like now he's going to be torn between Genevieve and Victoria, but they couldn't have been vibing that much because Genevieve was a huge bitch to him and he still gave her the rose. Right. And, and he made her that cake. Yeah. And yeah. she's or like, I, he I just really it, like but... to see some effort. Right. Like while the cake is there and he's well, like, what I could did... I have done? No, I love it that he was like, I'm just looking at this cake. Yeah. Right. That I made <laughs> right now. I'm looking at this cake. I went and told you that I was going on this date. I like Justin. I, I do, do like Justin yeah. a lot. Yeah, I agree. And the facial expressions certainly don't hurt anything either. Um, all right, so Haley, speaking of Haley, I wrote down this dialogue between Haley and Logan that I really enjoyed. She says, I'm just in my shell a lot. And Logan says, you're in your shallow? And Haley says, in my shell, like a snail. You know, when they're shy, they go into their shell. And Logan says, I think that's a turtle. And Haley says, you know, it's like an analogy. <laughs> Maybe Haley this should is, be holding the book of poems. This is like a, a short play or something. <laughs> this is the basis of like a five minute. Waiting for Godot. Bertolt Brecht play or something. Waiting for Harrison. <laughs> um, I think you skipped like a shit ton of information. Okay, give me the information that I skipped. that happened after Logan went on a date with Shanae. 
Because then Logan comes back and Haley's like, I'm not ready to just let go of him yet. Right, right, right. right. Yes. So, yeah, you skipped, first of all, a conversation between Sierra and Michael A. We get it, Sierra. Mm -hmm. Michael A. is a zaddy. We can stop, right? I know. I would like to continue to hear that, please. Thank you, Sierra. Uh, It's okay. I appreciate it. Uh, I feel like you should relate to this. He talks about how dating is really challenging. Oh, it's really hard. And he tells uh, Sierra that she um, understands that old type of love. That's right. He says, yeah. uh, when things get too real, I get scared. Oh, Michael A. scared. Michael A. hide with son under the cover. <laughs> what? Maybe no that's why these dates don't go anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> well, I had to pretend to like rent to compensate for jokes like that. I did like this. He said he's, he's worried and he's worried that he's not ready and mm-hmm. he doesn't want to use somebody in order to get ready. Yeah. Which I feel like is basically how you spent your summer. <laughs> so, too correct. Soon, yeah, too correct. Soon. Yeah. Michael A is a better man than I am. Although we'll see what he actually ends up doing. Um, He also says, I don't know how to handle these things. I'm really bad at it. Same, buddy. Same. I'm not sold on Michael A. and Sierra. Like, no, I mean, I I like her. I like him. I think they like each other. Sure, yeah. I just don't. They're not Serene and Brandon. They're not Serene and Brandon. Uh, I do think, like, also, they, they seem like they could be a great summer romance. You know, yeah. like you don't, I know maybe he wants a new mom for his kid or whatever, but, and I'm just, Sierra could probably, I'm not Same. saying Sierra's not going to be a great mom. I'm just saying like, it's just like the bachelor even more. So like, don't come here looking for an engagement, yeah. come here looking for like a fun time in paradise. Well, I even mean just on this show right now, I see. I think I don't believe, I feel like they both would say yes to dates with other people at this point, which yeah. is fine. Like uh-huh. totally you know, that's that's okay. Yeah, no, it's fine. So I have this in my notes too, but I'm a little Sierra's the one who who lost a finger in a swing set accident. Sierra. Yes. Yeah. How about that? Crazy. We gotta be more careful around the swing sets with our kids. Do we? Though <laughs> they were like, This is a great hand to hold. It's a perfect hand holding hand because it's missing a finger. That is crazy. <laughs> um let's okay. So that conversation happens. Then we get a clip of Shanae and Logan who are definitely vibing mm-hmm. uh, they're vibing in the ocean and Brandon says they're just talking and then they start making oh, out yeah. and he's like oh my bad <laughs> <laughs> no there's a lot more going on here so I guess Haley and Logan had kind of been talking as well and she and I'm sorry you're right the turtle conversation I think happens in between Shanae and Logan vibing Turtle conversation happens, and then Shanae gets the date card, and they go on their date. Okay, there we go, because I was a little bit confused, because I didn't have anything about this date. They go dancing. Mm-hmm. Um, he says, there's no one I'd rather be there with. And she says, I'm smitten. Oh, but until she's going to go out James until old comes. James comes out. So that was another one where the women were like, oh, my God, it's James. I will never understand that. Oh, James, my God. Because I feel like he, yeah, on the regular season, I didn't get it. I didn't get it last year when mm-hmm. he was on Bachelor in Paradise. I just do not think that he's attractive at all. I don't think that that's your type. 
uh built up built muscles B- meathead yeah yeah for that's sure it. yeah yeah i agree and i don't mind tattoos but it really freaks me out that he has that full sleeve like do you call it a sleeve on, your, it's leg? on your leg uh, it's a pant leg that's what you call <laughs> yeah. it. he's got a full pant leg tatted up uh, on his leg. and again i mean i guess that's just not my cup of tea but i couldn't stop mm-hmm. like looking at it it looked very strange to me also, he has bigger boobs than me, so that's going to be a problem. That, that's going to be a no-go. That's, yeah. a, that's a no for honka, me, Honka, honka. You could honka, honka him. I could. You could motorboat I could him. motorboat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that would be hot. Okay. Then we move into the Sally saga. Oh, my God. So, now, let me say. Sorry. Okay. No, no. I bet we're going to say the same thing. Well, I was going to say, if you are going to bring someone on the show that wasn't even on there. Like, I feel like Sally is a good move. Yes. I understand why she's here as opposed to say, Haley. Sure. Sorry, Haley. Don't mean to keep calling you out. Um, Come on our show, But this was quite the diversion. This sketch was interminable. I loved it. Oh, you did? I I was like, this is going to be so divisive. I thought it was amazing. It was too fucking long. Oh, I loved it. Like, what? Like, what's happening? I feel like it was like Norm MacDonald when he does Like a shaggy dog story. I know you want me to stop after two minutes, but guess what? It's 15 minutes. That is a good argument for its merits. This is no Norm Macdonald, but I also like again. Well, also it was a it was a complicated story. Like I feel a, like yes. if you're gonna act it out in a skit, it is gonna be long because there were a lot of different twists and turns. But I just had a hard time following it. Maybe maybe the narrative wasn't as. What well did you have a hard time following? So they go to one house and there's a dude there, and then they go to. A, they get Sally and take her to a different house and she's fighting with a different dude. Like, I didn't understand all the dudes in the houses at the beginning. Well, they show up and, yeah, Sally wasn't there at first. Right. And then um, she contacts the producer and is like, I'll go, but I need to talk to my ex. So they go to the ex's house together. Mm-hmm. But she was like, if I'm going to talk to him, I don't want him to see you and get angry. So you have to get in the trunk. Right. The car trunk. Right. And the producer did, and it ends up being four hours. I mean, it's pretty trunk. amazing. No, it's it's a. I just I think maybe they could have told it a little more seamlessly. Oh, I'm here for it. Okay, I, I like it. I like this divide. I was not here for it, and also, I don't know, men dressed as women in 2022, like oh please, oh no, yeah. oh that's what's offensive? It, that's it offensive. Just, it's just I just don't think it's that funny. I right, like, is. yeah. Oh, that's that's your type of humor. You're it's a Kenny. Wells. You're a Kenny Banya fan, aren't you? <laughs> you like uh, Kenny Banya I stuff. Just, you don't have to think about that much. I don't mind much. it when the show goes like completely off script and just does like a weird thing. I think I love this in theory and in execution. I was only okay with it. Yeah, all right. Yeah. I mean... I mean, uh, God, I want this to be an amazing sketch. Yeah, what are you looking for? Second City? <laughs> yes, get some people from UCB to do this sketch for us. Um, I tell you what I'm not okay with. What? Is Genevieve and all these other girls just opening up yes. Sally's bag and like going through her shit? Yes. That was a big asshole move. Oh, a huge... Uh, that's awful. They yeah. like pull out her vibrator yeah. and then they're like throwing it around well, like right. they're fucking middle school. Right. And then they're like, oh, my God, there's a vibrator in here. But it's like, you open the bag, bitches. Like, just leave it alone. And, like, y'all also probably also have vibrators and cool. 
Yeah. You know, no, like, I what's just, the problem? That really yeah. turned me off of Genevieve. This whole episode just lost any sort of uh, sympathy that I had with her. Any sort of sexy chipmunk charm she it's had gone. is gone. It's gone. Just gone. Just like a regular chipmunk. <laughs> <laughs> no, regular chipmunks are cute as fuck. Um, let's see. Genevieve also has a huge attitude about Victoria and Justin going on this date. At one point, she says, I honestly don't care. Okay, Genevieve. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. Like, the lady does protest too much. Yeah, well, that's this show. What are you doing? Why is anybody getting attached on night one? Like, why are people shocked? Like, oh, you're going out with somebody else? Like, let's all just have some fun. And like, oh, you're going with that person. I'll go with this person. And I feel like Logan gets it. Like, does he want Shanae to go on that date with James? No. Right. Is he kind of miserable, like, at the resort left behind? Of course. Like, I'm not saying that you have to be like, that's cool. Right. But Jesus to act like it's this like huge personal affront. Right, this like, betrayal. That's the show. Right, yeah. He's just doing that. Would be like if you got mad. Well, I guess people do this too when the lead bachelor bachelor is like they're going out with someone else. Like you knew that was going to happen. Right, you know that the is show, the television that's program. The show. Right. <laughs> if there's not that, there's no show, guys. <laughs> you have the same name, <laughs> Jerry. <laughs> you have the same first name. Jerry. All right. Romeo against all odds. Well, I guess not against all odds. He's still here, uh, but he's like trying to. Uh, he's just trying to hook up with everybody. Right. Yeah. Well, I and guess he like. true to Romeo form. But Romeo, I mean, Wells said well, it best. He he's like. He was like, I thought Romeo was laser focused on one woman. He's really more of a Mercutio. <laughs> well, how about Wells just dropping some fucking uh, Shakespeare knowledge in there? Also, shout out to my college friend Maggie, who said that she was impressed by how far I got in the Juliet soliloquy. Oh, yeah. I mean, I was too. You sold that you were going to do the whole thing. She said she also thought that she knew a lot and and did not know as much as she thought here's if you rehearsed like three or four hours a day and then you came on our final episode of the season and gave it to us i could do it right now okay do it Oh, Romeo, Romeo, wherefore thou, Romeo? I'm just going to do this every episode. Keep going, keep going. Deny thy father and refuse thou thy name. Look, I'm not on the internet. Okay. Or if thou wilt not, be but sworn my love, and I'll no longer be a Capulet. What is in a name? Would not. (laughs) This is where I got last time. (laughs) Were a rose by any other name. (laughs) Come We're yes, not a this rose. This is always where you're getting tripped up. We're not a rose by any other <laughs> <laughs> Would not a rose by any other name smell as smell sweet. sweet? Is that the line? I'll give you some lines. Oh, line. Yeah. Uh, is there more? <laughs> crap. Yeah, because I haven't gotten to. Well, we'll uh, <laughs> next time. All right, we'll see how far God you get next it. time. You made it a little I'm not farther. At it. I'm not going to look okay. at it. And every week, it's just it's gonna just going to come back to you. It's going to be the magic mind. It's going to be the magic mind effect. Is slowly going to bring this whole soliloquy back to you. Um, yeah. So Romeo tries to kiss Brittany, and she dodges it, and then he still thinks that she is into him. Um, so I'm that's a okay. It. No, that's all right. I'll, I'll just carry the pod. <laughs> and then Jill says, a Jill, "Romeo tries to talk to Jill, and she storms off." Jill says, "Romeo, you're playing a game." And Romeo starts crying in the sea. 
like goes and kneels in the sea and like is openly <laughs> weeping, which fates I love. <laughs> Damn the fates. <laughs> um, we also have to say, I think we skipped this. It's Genevieve's actual birthday. Yes. Well, supposedly. Yeah. Supposedly it's her actual she birthday. She says, Ugh, this is the worst birthday ever. Heartbreaks are the worst. The worst. Well, she just also seems like Tw- a twelve-year-old, oh, yeah, little girl. Like she reminds me of one of the mean girls on um, that Julia, uh, J- the the Jennifer Garner movie. Uh, oh, uh, 13, thirteen going yeah. on thirty. She reminds me of one of the like mean teenage girls. Yes. No, I think that she also seems like someone who might go on like the Willy Wonka chocolate factory <laughs> tour and like get smitten. Like, I by want her. it oh, now. Right. It's my birthday. Mine. <laughs> <laughs> And then she falls into a giant birthday cake. Yeah. 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 Um, So Jill says of Romeo, I feel bamboozled. I feel really hurt and bamboozled by Romeo. I don't think I've heard anybody use the word bamboozled this much in like like 10 years. She also says she's not going to let the boys treat her like garbage. I I like it that Jill is like, fuck you, Romeo. Yeah. And that she takes his rose eventually and then is like, uh thank you next thank you next yeah good for her yeah no she uh i liked jill and i uh she tells romeo to explore other options because the door is firmly shut uh wells says men are usually confronted with a good decision button and a bad decision button in paradise romeo can only see the bad decision button it is true. Yeah. It is. Uh, I, I do not think Romeo is long for this world. No. You know who loved to push the bad decision button? Who? Dean. Oh, yeah. Dean, Dean was just like yeah, slamming that the, thing like a rat trying I to get like cocaine. They, you know who I want to come back? Not fucking Ashley I and Jared. Oh. God, get fucked. Get out of here. Well, Ashley like, I did get fucked. drive me nuts. Yeah. Well, finally. Yeah. Take notes, Teddy. (laughs) Guess nobody is losing their virginity in the boom boom room after all. (laughs) No, I would love to see Dean and uh, what's her face? Kaylin. 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 Yeah. Well, they could drive their van all the way down to Mexico. That'd be a great trip. They'd have to. That'd be wonderful. God, where are we? We're what on, is happening? So we're on night two. The girls okay. are still fighting for roses. Mm-hmm. Uh, against all odds, Jacob has become some sort of hot commodity. Yes. So much so that Kira dresses up as Jane for him. So here's my terrible confession. Okay. Uh-oh. This would work on me. Uh, for absolutely sure. Absolutely yeah. would. Yeah. No, I feel this... like, honestly, any sort of costume would work yes, on me. Yes, any you. sort of costume would work on me. Chipette. Yeah. Jane. <laughs> oh, get Genevieve in a Chipette I costume. I feel like this yeah. is an extra smart costume for you because it also taps into your, like, taboo desire to have sex with Eve based oh, on your Church of Christ upbringing. Interesting. I never really thought about that it's before. True, but yeah, that's it probably there deep down. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I'd eat her apple. <laughs> Fun fact, it was actually a pomegranate. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, um, yeah, let's see. Roses, you want to get to yeah, the roses? Yeah, let's do who, get, who got, mean, who got like roses. Well. Yeah, like Johnny is conflicted. Jacob is conflicted. Justin is conflicted. So I will say going into this rose ceremony, uh, I act, there were a lot that I was like, sure. oh, I don't know who's yeah, roses a lot of going surprises. to whom. And I tried to do a uh, 
Babe Ruth. Babe Ruth call, call. got it wrong. Yeah, and so I mean, yeah, that was embarrassing. Sure, that is a little embarrassing because normally I don't. Yeah, get it normally wrong. you nail those. Um, all right, Andrew gives his rose to Teddy. Yep. Brandon goes to Serene. Michael A to Sierra. Mm-hmm. Logan to Shanae. Can and I, that was the end of the kind of like the predictable gnomes. ones. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Um. So then Casey's gives his rose to Brittany. That was a shock to yeah, me. Yeah, I know. I think Brittany's very pretty. I, I don't do too. Know why she's yeah. not getting more attention? I do too. Jacob gives his to Lace and he says, I believe you are as stunning as you are iconic, which is a fantastic fucking quote. That is a fantastic backhanded compliment. (laughs) Why is that? Oh, because she's not iconic? No, because like if you're on a magazine cover for like the icons, it means you're old. Oh, interesting. I see. She's calling her old. Yeah. yeah. Nobody, oh, okay. You don't want to be iconic. That means that you've been around the bachelor block a right. few times. Right, bachelor so. icon. I guess that's true. But I was Versus like... Versus like, um, like Serene, who is like a fresh new face. I guess like, that's true in the bachelor lace, world. what an icon. Because I was thinking of like Lady Gaga's an icon. Madonna's an icon. Like that seems like well, a... there you go. Madonna. Right, a compliment. <laughs> I guess you're right. Like Demi Lovato's not an icon or like Dove Cameron or whatever. Like they're fresh faces. Demi Lovato's they're not ingenue. that. Ingenue. Okay. Um, Justin gives his to Genevieve. Johnny gives his to Victoria. Romeo gives his to Jill and she takes it. She says, he apologizes and she says, I will accept this rose because I know that nothing in paradise is guaranteed. I feel like Jill is one of those people that's constantly like definitely creating a very complicated narrative of what her life is in her own head. Yes. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, right. Like overcomplicating things. Well, and just like viewing her own life as like, uh, a great drama. Yeah, yeah, when really it's just it's not. just like hanging out on the up beach. With Romeo, yeah. I feel like that's on you, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> you knew what you were getting yourself into. Uh, so a couple of upsets there. I mean, mm-hmm. Jacob obviously not letting uh, Kira's leaf ploy work. Uh, yeah, God, that that would have worked on me. Though I here's another uh, another controversial take. I do find lace very attractive. Really? Yeah, I do. Oh, my God. I do, yeah. I think that she would be really attractive if she didn't fuck with her face. Yes. Well, that that is, I agree she, with like, that, actually. She's got some Joker face going on with the Botox, <laughs> the lips. Let's put a smile like, on that she, face. This is, I always feel like this show is a good, just a little bit of a, little bit cautionary of a warm, tale. cautionary tale for yeah. me. Because, like, why does Lace have so much Botox if she's only 32? Right. No, it, it, uh, that's a good gonna point. She's going to look like a 60-year-old by the time she's 35. Yeah, no, that and is she's fair. A, and I agree with yeah. you. I think she's a very pretty girl. Yes, yeah. And you can be pretty and get Botox and all of it. I mean, you do you. Right. I wish we knew what a more natural Lace looked like. Ooh, and that, you make me feel like a natural woman. Also, I'm going to go ahead and put this out there for all of the ladies. Okay. You do not need to wear that much makeup when it's that hot and you're in Mexico. That is correct. Like, just... It's not ever going to look good. That You're is suffocating. correct. Yep. Who was the, like one girl started sweating. Oh, Victoria P. Cause she put on all that milk of magnesia. Cause she didn't want to sweat. Oh, right. Remember that? Yes. And she was yeah, like yeah. overheating. Yeah. Like, and like passing. Yeah. Just sweat. Yes. Just sweat. And you're right. Like minimal makeup on the beach is really what you're going for. Though to be, let's be fair. They have to like get made up for TV. 
I mean, stuff. I don't think they do. Haley didn't have any on. Or maybe that was Haley with makeup on. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, the camera, you I, have to I make up yourself to, for the camera in a particular way. I don't way. think they do, though. Oh, like, I think okay. on, at Paradise, it's kind of up to them. Okay, okay. Um, and, and actually, even on the regular Bachelor show, they don't, the contestants do their own makeup. Okay. Okay, and no one's teaching them, like, this is what's going to look good on camera. Well, I feel like there's always, like, two or three, like, makeup artist girls that sure, are Sure, right, who kind of knows know what's going yeah. on. Yeah. All right, so Jacob and Lace are talking the next day, and Jacob was like, I went to Hong Kong for my 22nd birthday. And she was like, oh, really? Was that fun? He's like, it was a strip club in Tijuana. He seems so dumb. Yeah. Oh, my God. He's an idiot. He, I mean, that one little gag he did on The Bachelorette that I liked so much. He was like, let me tell you about a reverse 30-year like mortgage. I did like that. I forgot that that was him. Yeah, That's like, disappointing. Right. Where's that? Where's that, Jacob? I want to see that. I do like it that he's very clearly threatened when Aaron and Jay Oh, yeah. Up. A couple more muscle-bound fellas. Yeah. Too many <laughs> silverbacks Pecs in this. Aren't so big now, are they, Jacob? Right. There's always someone with bigger packs. <laughs> Too many alphas in the room. <laughs> All right. Yeah, Aaron and James do come back. We learn at the Women Tell... So this is what I want to see on the Women Tell All. For years, we've been lamenting the fact that it is a pointless two hours of television. Yes. Apparently, it's not. They're just not showing us any of the good stuff. Okay, so but- that was... That was just something we didn't see because sure I was we like, didn't see it. I don't remember that. Yeah, so we learned that at the Women Tell All, Shanae flat out says, she's like, I went home and, and learned about myself and felt sorry. Genevieve went home and fucked Aaron. Right. And I was like, I don't remember this no. at all. Yeah. And then they're like, and Aaron wasn't even at the Women Tell All, which I was like, did. Do, like all these bachelor people usually come to it? Right. Just so many questions. Yeah. yeah. Well, so a couple of things. I mean, again, I'm not at all a Shanae person at all because it's like, so what if she went home and fucked Aaron? Yeah. Like who cares? Yeah. yeah like honestly, that's probably a great way to get over being on the bachelor. Yeah. Yeah. So I get like, what was Shanae's? I, oh, I thought you were going to say, but no, there's no, but there. I oh, just think okay. Shanae was being a bitch. <laughs> okay. Yeah. yeah, no, for sure. Yeah. yeah. Whether, and, and uh, G- Genevieve oh. denies it, but it also, it doesn't matter in terms of an accusation. If we want to know who's into who on the beach, it matters. Well, I mean, I think the point is that Genevieve and Aaron do have some sort of history. There's an okay. attraction mm-hmm. there. And Genevieve cops to that. Um, and then there was another mention of like somebody that hooked up at Stagecoach, and I don't even remember who oh, that right. was. Oh, right. I, I, I think I tweeted about that, but I can't pull that now. Um, um, yeah, so, but of course, these savvy producers end up in a situation where Genevieve and Shanae are on the double date together with Jacob and Aaron. I actually liked it that James they and seem Aaron. to be having fun yeah, together. Yeah, well, it's almost again like all this yeah. is total fucking nonsense and none of this matters. So, Aaron <laughs> asked Genevieve out on the double date. Mm-hmm. James asks to Shanae. Justin says that it's mad, disrespectful, and hypocritical for uh, Genevieve to go on this date. No, it's not, Justin. This is exactly what you did. They're just both dumb. Well, but so here's here's my question, though. Is it hypocritical to get mad at Justin and then do it? Yes, but... The problem is that it's a... It, you set up a problematic situation. Like, if Justin had said no to that date and then Genevieve had said yes to this one, like that to me is a clearer 
the example of just like hypocrisy. Right. For this one, I feel like it's not as clearly hypocritical to me because because it's it's hypocritical that Justin gets mad about it when he was mad that Genevieve got mad. But it's hypocritical that Genevieve goes when she got mad at Justin. Yeah, this they're, is quite again, they're, the, they're both hypocrites. This is like the trolley problem of Bachelor yeah. in Paradise. It's quite the moral conundrum. Who's the biggest hypocrite? Here? I mean, of course, the answer is they should all just do what they want and right. not take it personally when someone explores a new relationship. Right, and not take things seriously. Yeah. Um, and then, of course, uh, our friends Ashley and Jared arrive. I don't even want to talk about it. I hate them. Okay. I'll let's just leave it alone. All right. Rodney arrives. They are pointless. They're worthless. <laughs> worthless. You're dead to me. <laughs> you're, you're more worthless than Haley. Um, yeah. Rodney arrives. Teddy is facing a little bit of a moral conundrum. Mm-hmm. Okay, you um, said you were going to explain this to me. Well, I mean, I feel like it's pretty simple, right? Teddy doesn't feel the way that she thinks that she should feel about Andrew. And she says that normally she'd be all over a guy. Really, Teddy? I mean, <laughs> not, not all over. Not all over. <laughs> um, she says that she thinks that Andrew is more into her than she is into him. All of this is fair to me. Like Rodney shows up, he expresses interest in Jill and Teddy. And I think with Rodney being there, like Teddy feels more interested in Rodney than she feels like she should. It shows her that she doesn't feel the way about Andrew, that she's kind of like trying to talk herself into feeling. Mm-hmm. I just don't understand why she freaked out and left. So, okay, that's what I was that's what I'm getting at too. Is like yeah. so first of all it's been two days with Andrew. You seem to enjoy him just fine. Like there's no reason to not continue to date Andrew for another couple of weeks on the beach or go out with Rodney or be like, this isn't for me. Yeah. yeah. And uh, this is why I think like we're missing something. Cause she was like, the only reason I came here was for you. And Andrew was like, me too. Right. So, and they kind of sort of got at that previously. Yeah, right? But yeah. again, I don't want all these, like I came for you, like drama. That no, didn't happen. don't come for anyone. Yeah. Like maybe, yeah. Be like, Oh, I think so-and-so is attractive. Sure. Like, right. Like, uh, yeah. Andrew, Andrew's on my radar. Teddy's on my radar, but that's enough. Yeah. So I did think Andrew handled it. Well, he's like, uh, I'm disappointed. Um, I wouldn't take back any of the time we had, but it's your choice. Well, I mean, yeah, this guy. Yeah, because it was a day. Well, I was going to say, right. this guy is really handling this breakup of a one day relationship <laughs> yeah. very well. Even I would handle that okay. But, I mean, he's not being Maybe. a dick. Well, he's wouldn't. not being a dick about it, which he could be. I yeah. mean, people, people freak out about this kind of shit yeah. on this no, show. No, I mean, Andrew's so. such a good. He just seems like a, a nice, good guy. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so there's... And then, yeah, Teddy leaves. Yeah, and everyone... And Rodney's like, hey, where's Teddy? Yeah. I want to talk to Teddy. Well, that is weird. Like, she doesn't say goodbye to anyone. Yeah. And then we get a preview of Sally coming. So Sally's on her way right. after all that. Poor Sally, whose suitcase got rifled yeah. through. Now people have been yeah. touching her vibrator. I know. God, she's going to need to wash that off. Go wash it with some hot, soapy water. <laughs>
This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.